Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love? I'm well. How you doing today? I can't complain. Um, before we get into today's episode, guess what, everyone? We are officially engaged. <laughs> yes, we are. Tell them how it happened. Tell them how it happened. Why well, I gotta be the storyteller? Go ahead, tell them. Um, so it's my birthday. Phil treated me to dinner, but prior to that, he was just like, oh, you know, you need to go get your nails done. And I was like, cool, that's wonderful. Um, I enjoy being pampered. And so I got the opportunity to be pampered for the day. Mm -hmm. And as we were leaving this amazing restaurant, it's called Flavor Tour. Flavor Tour. Flavor Tour. Um, In Washington, D.C., off of Woodley Park. Yes, Phil got down on his knees and asked me to be his forever lady. <laughs> she screamed so loud, the security guard from the restaurant came out to see what was going on. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we're, we're, we're planning our um, wedding as we speak. Yes, we are. So, how did you feel? Black love. Black love is everything. Um, how did I feel? I was nervous. Then the nervousness, nervousness subsided after I seen that heavy check bill um, from the restaurant. <laughs> but um, other than that, you know, it is what it is. We've been together for a very long time. Yeah, it's we have. A- I was trying to figure out you could not sit still. Mm. At, during dinner, and I didn't understand why. Because I was going on, going over what I was supposed to do in my head, but it didn't go out the way I wanted it to do. What we, what was you supposed to do? I was going to do it in a restaurant, but it was too loud. Really? And it was a lot of people in there. I remember you telling me, "If you ever propose, don't <laughs> um, embarrass me." So I said, "Nah, let's just go outside." No. <laughs> um, but it was perfect. It was really perfect, even though it wasn't the way that you wanted it to happen. I, mean, I was happy with it. It happened was, the way I'm it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah, it was. It happened the way it was supposed to happen. Welcome to today's episode of our podcast, where we'll be discussing nepo babies. It is a term used to describe the children of celebrities, politicians, and other influential people who are born into privilege. While many of us may dream of a life filled with wealth, fame, and opportunities. The reality of being a nepotism baby is often more complicated than it seems. Nepotism babies seem to have a far easier time entering the industries dominated by their rich, famous parents. But recently, certain nepo babies have been pushing back against the label. Yet, regardless of which nepotistic experience level, one has inherited one thing that is guaranteed it is resources to keep trying failing for as long as one likes nepo babies often get exposure to different cultures and experiences because of their family status 
They can attend events, travel to different places, and meet people from all walks of life that normal people may not be able to do. These children have access to resources that many of... Did you just read that? These children have access to resources that most of us can only imagine. They attend the best schools, have access to top-notch health care, and are surrounded by influential people who can open doors for them. The pressure to live up to their family's reputation can be overwhelming. Nepo babies are often expected to follow their parents' footsteps pursuing careers in the same industry or field. And even if they want to do something different, they may feel like they can't escape the shadow of their own, uh, their family names. Public scrutiny that comes with being the child of a celebrity can be intense. Every move they make is watched and judged by the public, and their mistakes are often magnified and broadcasted for all to see. It's no wonder that many Nepo babies struggle with anxiety, depression, and mental health issues. Nepo babies often have opportunities presented to them because of their family status. For example, they may be offered acting roles or modeling contracts because of their connections. Nepal babies often have their lives under constant public scrutiny, which can be invasive and stressful. Every move they make is watched and judged by the public, and their mistakes are often magnified and broadcasted for all to see. When it comes to identity, Nepal babies may struggle with their own sense of identity and finding their own path in life. They may feel like they have to follow in their family's footsteps, even if it's not what they want for themselves. Nepal babies can also face stereotypes and prejudices, excuse me, prejudices because of their family status. People may assume that they are entitled or spoiled, even if they're not. While being a Nepo baby has its advantages, it also comes with their own sets of challenges. It's important to recognize and support these children as individuals rather than just as extensions of their famous families. I don't know about that last part. <laughs> I don't know about Let's that hear, last part. Um, I left it there so I can hear what you wanted to say about that. Okay, so... What are your thoughts and feelings yes. about the Nepos? It's important to have circumstances for your children where they are privileged, um, don't want for anything, um, put them in a better position position that you might may have not been in um, as a child. Yes, we want wealth. We want generational wealth. But there are some spoiled as Nepo babies out there. Super spoiled. Mm. But you could have someone that's not a Nepo baby that is spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, reading this information about Nepo babies, I know that most famous people are people that have access to things that um, quote unquote normal people or people that don't have money <laughs> mm. um, 
um, have opportunities to gain. It seems that people look at Nepo babies as a bad thing when it could be that way, but I also feel like if we were in a position of wealth, I would want our child to have everything. Right. That doesn't mean that he can have tangible things that are everything, but just access to what they were explaining, like access to travel, good education, good health care. Those are good things. Things that build him into having a good character. I think somebody that's spoiled is not a judgment of what the things that you have, but a judgment of the way that you were raised. Mm. So um, I think about how when they were mentioning that some Nepo babies feel like they have to live up to their family's name. Hell yeah, you do. Because your parents, you know, got to a position where they had to be in that space. I think about um, that being an example of, like, the Markles, not the Markles, <laughs> Harry and Meghan, yeah. and how Harry felt like he had to live up to his family's name, but he really didn't want to live that life. Okay. So that's an example, right, of someone that feels the pressure of having to live the name of a family that he didn't really want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. He wanted to do his own thing, but because of his status and because of how that family generationally runs their family, he couldn't necessarily do that without harming the structure of that dynamic. Okay. So I can see the effects of, you know, nepotism in that manner of feeling like you can't be yourself or you don't have a sense of identity outside of your family's name. I like the balance. There's something mm -hmm. romantic about the grind and getting your hands dirty and making your own way, making your mm -hmm. own path, mm -hmm. you know, as an individual, because when you have a lot of that handed to you, I mean, it's great to have great education. Everyone should have great education. But, for example, um, those actors, I think it was a few actors, but rich parents were um, paying uh, a tennis coach uh, a couple of hundred dollars to, not a couple hundred, like a couple More. hundred thousand dollars to get these their kid children in school when they didn't really didn't deserve it to get them scholarships for sports that they never really played and those opportunities were taken away from people who actually were maybe good at those sports or people who actually deserved to be at those schools but they took it away just because they had money or um personal experience i come from a a neighborhood or a hood or you know a hood that's not like the cream of the crop of America, right? So I had a friend who used to come over and I guess fantasize or, or um, romanticize the, the quote-unquote hood life and, you know, come over and smoke and drink and this, that, and the third. And he would come over my house all the time. So one day he invited me over to his house. Huge house huge house like everything was brand new um he always had a nice car because his parents paid for it um he went to like four or five different colleges because he kept well let me not exaggerate maybe like two or three different colleges 
but he kept failing fell, uh, out because he didn't go. But who 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 fronted the bill? You know his parents. Um, but he still romanticized about living what he thought was you know um, I wouldn't want to say like a gangster life, but just like a, a, a underprivileged life. Interesting, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess there are two different sides of looking at it, right? You can have an Apple baby that ends up using their family's name to get what they want or right. to get by in life, right? Where I think about when we were watching, um, <laughs> what is it called? The the Kids of Love and Hip Hop. What was mm-hmm. that show called? But where Growing most of them, hip-hop. right, most of them really didn't have anything going for themselves besides their parents' names. Right. And it was kind of sad to watch because they really were flaunting it like it was something to flaunt. Just flaunting the wealth. Just flaunting the wealth, but it's like, what goals or aspirations do you have as a Oh, I'm just going to go to the studio today and rap and Right, and talk the rap about is whack. When, <laughs> when I'm thinking about rapping, right, mm-hmm. rapping and hip-hop was developed out of a struggle mm-hmm. between um, black, Jamaican, and Puerto Rican people who were all like confined in these in these spaces where they had to stick together. They would not glorify the struggle or glorify crime, but they were just like um, journalists. Mm. You know, they were like storytellers. This is what happens, and this is the result of what happens. This, that, and the third. Now, if you're a nepo baby. And you had no, like, real access to that lifestyle or even seen somebody do that, uh, be in that lifestyle. Why would you want to rap about doing drugs, killing, this, that, and the third, boo, 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 boo. Like, what, what is the appeal to that? It's, it goes back to the story of my old friend who glorifies, you know, what seems to be like hood or gutter. Because it's, a, I mean, it's trending, right? It's nothing about living that life, but mm. it's just trending. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But um, I feel like you can look at it in different aspects. Where I think about the Obama children being nepo babies, right? But you have the oldest that is working behind the scenes in film or mm. production. So it's not the same lane as her parents. They got her those opportunities, or because they're of the name Obama. People are more likely to say yes than no. Right. But it's like she's chosen a path for herself. She's educated. She knows what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. But the doors have opened because of that name. That name. Yep. Another one is Kravis, right? Zoe Kravis. Right. Very beautiful, striking woman who's into acting. Mm-hmm. But it's like without that name, would she have been a big of a star that she was? Or without even, that um, name? what's his name? Iron Man. Um. Mm-hmm. D, Downey Jr. Yeah, Robin Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Wasn't his father like an actor or something yes. like that? Yeah. You know? There's a lot. If you really think about it right now, we're in an era where there's more Nepo babies that are famous than um, people that are not mm-hmm. Nepo babies. You have Denzel's son. Yeah. And for the longest time, we didn't know he was Denzel's son because he wanted to he not was have grinding. the name. He was grinding. He started right. off in football. Mm-hmm. Um... I guess he got an injury, and then he went towards acting. Right. 
but um, he's really making a way for himself because that's mm-hmm. what I like. I like to see people yeah. start from the bottom, even though you have access to this, that, and the third. How about you try it yourself first? Try it yourself. Be your mm-hmm. own person. Stand on your own, too. Let's see you get your hands dirty and pull your way to the top. It's funny you say that now because I'm analyzing Nepo babies that are of color and Nepo babies that are not. Mm-hmm. The narratives are a little bit different where um, we were talking about Denzel, but there's also Shaq. Mm-hmm. They have strategic ways that they kind of educate their their children as in, you don't have money. Yeah. It's my money. Yeah. I think Fat Joe said the same thing with his son, where they're strategic about how they teach their children how to navigate in this world, but knowing that you have to start from a certain point. Right. That's why I was explaining that being a nipple baby is not a bad thing. It depends on how you are raised and the character. That's of the people that are raising you. That's the important part, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if and when we get to a certain point as um, a family where we're, you know, well off and won't have to worry about anything, yes, I want things in place, a trust fund, um, residual income for, you know, our son. Mm-hmm. But I also want him to get a taste of how shit he is to work at fast food restaurant. But you know, why? Why? Because it, it it builds character. It, it it gives you life experience. It shows you hard work from the very bottom. Like anybody can go to um, a business school and learn how to run a business. Mm-hmm. But if you never got your hands dirty, do you really know how to run that business from the bottom all the way up to the top? I'll say maybe not McDonald's, but how about we put him in an office or something? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, but... (laughs) It don't have to be the bottom of the barrel, but like... No, it has has to be the bottom just so you get that life experience. Mm -hmm. Because if you only see things from one perspective, that's 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 how you're going to view the world all your life as a whole. But when there's many different perspectives, there's learning how to wash, uh, starting off washing dishes, then you go to the fries, and then you go flipping burgers, and then you become a manager. I'm not saying he has to do that all his life, but I'm just saying, like, a couple of summers out of the month, experience that. I get what you're saying. but Go, let's work, not, at, go work at Foot Locker. And you know I get I mean? that, but I'm like, I don't want to diminish any, any of those positions. But if we look at the level of... Where our son is at, I could see him doing coding and maybe going to an engineering I, firm. I can see and that too. Learning how to code. I can see you that know what too. I mean? So it's like meeting I, him where his level is at intellectually it, and having that opportunity to put him in those spaces where he could just go. I definitely agree. Yeah. But you still need that foundation. You still need that work ethic. Mm. You customer service. Is the yes, hardest yes. job on the planet. Mm-hmm. Not only you have to deal with customers, you have to deal with um, coworkers. You have to learn the job from the bottom. Yes. You can utilize customer service skills into that coding. Mm-hmm. You know, work learning how to uh, work under stressful um, um, circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Learning how to do deadlines. You have to get these, like. I get what you're saying, and I'm not diminishing any of these jobs. I'm just saying that those type of jobs build character. Mm -hmm. They show you how to interact with people, how to interact with people, how to work. You know what I mean? Those summer jobs, like 
You could do do it for a summer. Go work at Chick Fil A. You know what I mean? Just a summer where you just learn the basics. You know what I mean? Then you go. Just like I would love for him to go to college, but I don't want that to be his only. Go get a trade first. Because mm-hmm. if college doesn't work out, then you have something to fall back on. Hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, ninety thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Electrician. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff that I should have done. We'll probably still can do, but like. You got to have options and perspectives. Mm. You know what I mean? If we become one of the biggest podcasts in the world, we can't grow too tall to see our roots. We got to remember where we started from. Mm. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I got to (laughs) say. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I I can relate to what you... I can understand and hear what you're saying. Um... I also do agree that certain spaces can build character for you. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing you say is that you have to struggle in order to know how life works. You don't have to struggle. You just have to experience stuff. You have to you have to experience stuff. Because, like, God forbid, you lose everything. Mm-hmm. And you have to start from... You, you need to know how that is. You have to start from the ground up. Well, I can agree. Now that I'm understanding what you're saying, I get it. Because if you're in a space of always being constantly in something where yeah. things are great, things are gravy, things are fine, mom and dad will take care of it. Yeah. Comfortable. How do you know what the other side is like? How can you relate and right. resonate with someone that's in a different space than you are? Because when I look at it like that, we make things too comfortable for him. By the time he's older, what type of character and and work ethic will he have in order to, you know, provide for his, if he has kids and whatnot? Mm-hmm. So it'll be comfortable, stacked on comfortable, stacked on comfortable, stacked on comfortable, stacked on no life experience whatsoever. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because it's funny you say that, but it's like every time we got one of those struggle movies on, we're like, man, I'm tired of the struggle. But it's, it's like you still want to you want to no, experience. No, it's it's a, it's a different type of struggle. I'm I'm not talking about like physical struggle from whippings and 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 beatings. I'm talking about struggle as in working your way up to the top. If you want to learn, if you want to run a business, you have to know every aspect of that business. We run a podcast. You have to know how to promote the podcast. You have to know how to edit the episodes. You have to know how to turn your computer on. Like every aspect in order for this podcast to be more successful and and grow daily, we have to learn these intricate things. You know what I mean? You have to just know how to function in life. That's what you're saying. If you want to run a a, a franchise, Mm. if you want to own a franchise, you got to know every aspect of that franchise because if something goes wrong or if something happens that you can't control, you got to go. No, you have to know where to go. What, what you have to know what the problem is in order to solve it. Mm-hmm. So if it's a problem over here, you can go over there and be like, OK, I know what to do over here. Boop, 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 boop. If it's a problem over here. Oh, I know what to do over here. So. I'm just saying, like, you have to know every aspect of the job in order to do it to its full, <laughs> fullest potential. You're not wrong. You know? Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know. Nepo babies, I mean, there's some really good aspects of being a child who's born in a um, a well-off family because if you don't really have to worry about struggle, you can worry about other things like creativity. You know, um, you have ideas on how to grow different businesses if you don't have to worry about you feeling depressed instead of like sitting yeah. in your bed, you can go to a different country right. in a matter of a second. Um, I think about how some famous people who have children expose their children too soon to people being in their business. Right. There's a lack of privacy, I feel like, in those spaces, no matter how much you want to keep your children private. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, you know how we have an option of keeping, you know, Wami private on our, on our social medias. Mm-hmm. But for someone that's famous, everybody knows what your child looks like. Yeah. Everybody knows what your child is doing. Yeah. You may have paparazzi following you. So and child things, stars too. Right. So exactly, you can put your child in a predicament where it's not safe, mm-hmm. and they just have to deal with it. I also think about how a lot of nepo babies get into drugs and alcohol very early, mm-hmm. and get into a lot of things early that they may not have gotten into if they didn't have that experience or lifestyle. Look at Orlando Brown. He has been right since that. So Raven. <laughs> um. Even just thinking about the lack of closeness they have to their actual parents Mm -hmm. where you're constantly with a nanny or you haven't gone to school so you don't really have social interaction with others Mm. some who do go to school it's like you're constantly with people that aren't you know your parents because your parents are the ones that are traveling and doing films or Mm. having to go do a talk or what have you so it's like what kind of individual is being created? A lot of Nepo babies have challenges with, you know, mental health. Yeah. So. It, it kind of reminds me of um, this story. This famous Greek philosopher, Plato, right? You ever heard of Plato's allegory? No, that's why you're here. So <laughs> there was these people who lived in a cave a few generations. They've been in that cave for a long time. Everything was handed to them. Um, well, not handed to them, but food was there. Water was there. Um, they had no reason to leave the cave. Um, there were shadows of the outside um, showing up on the wall on the cave, and this was their life. They would watch these shadows and be entertained by these shadows right so one guy looked up to see where the light was coming from he walked outside the cave and what he was seeing around him just went over his head like what's going on out here like this is real life out there so he was excited to go tell the people what was going on outside of the cave he went back in was like, hey guys, hey guys, um, it's some crazy things going outside of this cave. But these people inside didn't want to go outside of the cave because they were so comfortable mm-hmm. with what was going on in that situation 
or uh, and and didn't want to go see what real reality was. Because if they if they would have went out and 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 seen the world, they wouldn't have like their their mind would explode because they were so comfortable with what was going on in that cave. Now, when we talk about nepo babies, specific types, I'm not talking about all of them, but I feel like a lot of their realities are skewed because they only see it from one one perspective one perspective one lens they only see for another example a lot of rich kids who are born into wealth they do all these extravagant things they uh, take yachts all over the world they fly all over the world hire friends after a while that shit gets boring so they ramp it up a little bit they do more crazy things just so they can feel something mm. we us we think that we can travel all that's that's something you know what i mean that that's what we want to do we want to be able to, to to sit back and not work and not think about money but once you're in that constant state of being once you're stuck in that cave you don't see anything else outside of that comfortability mm. Yeah. When you were bringing that up, I I was thinking about how it could be a lonely life, life, right? Mm. Being already a celebrity, but then being a Nepo baby and just knowing that this is the world that you live in and this is the space that you surround yourself with. There's no sense of privacy, number one. Number two, it's like, who is genuine around you? Mm-hmm. How can you find genuine people that are actually just wanting to be around you because you're you mm-hmm. and not because you have a name attached to you? Mm-hmm. So I think about, um, I'm not going to even name any names, but um, one of my friends was re- connected to a very famous person. Mm-hmm. But that famous person had a lot of people around them that they would either hire or be close with to like learn what trends were trending mm-hmm. or like learn what was hip to create a group of a, a team around that person mm-hmm. to be able to orchestrate the aesthetic they were going for to create the music that they wanted to put out mm-hmm. or to like be the type of star that they wanted to be but they had to go like you know in what you consider the hood or they had to go in certain spaces where reality was to know what kind of Material to produce mm-hmm. to the masses, right? And it worked. They call them culture vultures. Culture vultures. Yeah. So it's like trying to, <laughs> trying to make connections, knowing that they will be your friend because of your name. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if they really care about you like that for real. It's like an exchange, right? You get the trending things that are happening on the street, and then they get your notoriety of like knowing who you are. Yeah. The status behind it. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I could see it from all different perspectives. I could see the positives. But just personally, I see a lot of the negatives, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that perspective is everything. You know, perspective is everything. I'm not saying you have to struggle. All I'm saying is you have to have a wide enough perspective not to be stuck in that cave yeah. and not see what's going on around you. 
it was interesting for me to learn about Nepo babies or just when we have topics surrounding human interaction or human development or human characteristics and personalities because it's very um, interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, how different dynamics could be and positive or negative or whether it's a good or a bad thing. Like, I think it's very interesting and important for us to learn about the different types of humans (laughs) that exist. And it's important for uh, us to learn about ourselves, too. Right. Yeah. Do you believe a Nepal baby can be with someone that's not in that environment and successfully have a relationship? What do you mean? For someone that's um, come from a, a celebrity background that just wants a sense of normalcy and then falls in love with someone who's normal. Of course. I'm pretty sure that happens that a lot. And just like be off the grid with mm-hmm. that normalcy. I feel like that happens a lot. Mm. You know, we just don't hear about it because people, a lot of those people don't want their business out in the streets. Mm. You know, um, it's just, it's interesting how um, certain people think that status and, and currency and wealth is what makes What them, makes someone whole. What makes them who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, when it really doesn't, yes, it gives you more advantages in life. Um, It helps out a lot. But if that's all you have, it's still lonely at the top. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to surround yourself with true, genuine people that really love and appreciate you for you. And you have to experience life in its richness and, and, and its many many ways of you know ex- experiences I do believe you also have to know who you are right <laughs> before any of that like exactly. you have to know who you are and I think regardless of whether or not you're a nepo or not nepo everybody needs to learn that and figure out who they are to be wholesome I love that internally I love that let's conclude there all right, guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Um, we have some merch coming out very soon. We're just in the, the on the drawing board trying development to Development stages. Yeah, we're in the development stages. I like that better. So, yeah, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Um, if you give us a five-star rating on Apple, we will give you a shout-out that goes as well for Spotify. And, and maybe free merch. And maybe free merch, yeah. So, um, yeah, just give us a, a five-star rating, a shout-out, and we will give you a shout-out. All right, people. Peace. Peace.